Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Time now for the balloon party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Yes, yes. That was a really good yes, yes. I didn't have my headphones in there. And you could tell. <laughs> I thought I just I whiffed. I just didn't have anything, but we're good now. Now, based on track record, your speculation is understandable. Welcome to Balloon Party on 101 ESPN. My name is Timothy Michael McKernan. And candidly, I wasn't invited to Ballpark Village to do the show, and so Jackson and I are here in Ne'er-Do-Well Studio. Yep, yep, <laughs> just us, yep. We were slumming it down here because, yeah, we weren't invited, you know. They knew that they didn't want to bring our staff. They wanted to showcase. Right, the talent. Randy Carricker and Michelle Smallman and Brandon Kiley and Alex Ferrario and Jamie Rivers and Brad Thompson and Anthony Stalter. But, um... Uh, you nitwits, why don't you why don't you lay back and make sure everything's all right at the headquarters? Hang back, yeah. We're we're watching, making sure everything our watch is not over. That's correct, John Snow. Yep. Text in six five seven eight zero if you would like. It's called the Air Comfort Service text line. Jackson, I am in good spirits. It is April seventh, twenty twenty two, and it is the Cardinal season opener, the home opener, one of the more significant ones in my lifetime, and I would imagine for a lot of the fans as well, with regards to Albert Pujols, Adam Wainwright and Yadier Molina, and they will get a special introduction today. And some people might go, well, what's a special introduction? What's a special introduction? Well, usually the starter and his catcher are in the bullpen warming up when they do the intros. Not today. Special introduction, Yadier Molina, Adam Wainwright, and Albert Pujols. Will you have tears in your eyes? I'm, I'm just, I'm actually really excited. I'm just so excited. Like I said yesterday, I have the courage to say that I am excited for this. Uh, for this opening day. I think it's going to be cool to get the reunion back, a lot of nostalgia today, and just kind of a celebration of baseball being back. I think it's perfect. I think it's absolutely perfect. I might even just sing Take Me Out to the Ball Game for my Sports Center update. Oh, my god! I just my warble, Take Me Out to the Ball well, now Game. Well, at this point, there's no way that you can't do that. I'd be happy to do it. As I, If I get approval from uh, from powers that be, I got approval. I'm going to do it. You just got the approval. I'm going to do it. This is why we're not at Ballpark Village. This amongst a hundred other reasons is why. And here's the other thing. The moment this show is over, I'm going to Ballpark Village. Same. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That, that That's when it's going to be like the most shameful. It's like, oh, you, like, guys, you guys just are, got off the air. You guys are here, but you you were on the yeah. air. Why aren't you here? Oh, oh, that's right. Because yeah. you guys have the stench. That's right. Uh, let's see. Uh, well, you guys are the newbies. That's from the six or six. Yeah, you got to earn your stripes before yeah. you get the stage. Yeah, yeah there's a, they're on stage. I saw Randy and yeah, the show on that. stage. Yeah. We're like pledges. Yeah. So we were called at my frat back at the University of Missouri, Moans. Really? Yeah, it's a pretty good name, too. Yeah. We're, we're the Moans <laughs> here on the show. The boy isn't believable. He'd be watching replays of week one NBA games today. Thanks. That's from the 636. Uh, no, I won't. I'm going to be locked in. We really will be locked in. I'm really excited. To we set an over-under on TMA this morning, yeah. uh, not to brag, but we're on HD2, That's and right. the over-under was on this, and I will I will pose this query to our listeners. Now, this is not including the pregame introductions. This is not including, you know, Adam Wainwright walking off the field as he shuts out whoever the people are who 
play for the Pirates. <laughs> uh, this is solely for at bats. Yeah. Okay. Yep. 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 Over under on standing ovation six and a half. I'm Where all, is your action? I'm on the under. I'm on. I said on TMA. I'm on the under. What I, tripped me up was I forgot Wayne Wright won't be hitting. Right. Right. I got to get in this National League DH mode, which I got to be honest, I don't like. But I will just have to deal with it. Right. So let's say that both. I don't like the Red Hats on the road. But I don't like the DH in the National League. Honesty and media. Yeah. But let's be. So if Yadi and. Albert both get three at bats, which would be on the conservative side. Hopefully, they get four apiece. Um, but if they each get three and they get a standing O every time, there's your six. Mm-hmm. So you're still under. Now, if one of them, because I think the lineup just came out and Albert's hitting fifth, if one of them gets that fourth at bat and gets another standing O, then we're talking the over is going to hit. So well, the qu- the question we start with, Jackson. Yeah. Is does Yadier or Molina get a standing ovation every time? Because from my standpoint, Albert Poole's getting a standing ovation every time is a lock. I, Do you agree with that? I say uh, for sure two. I'm iffy on the third. Yadi, I think just with the emotions going to be out there, will get one every time. Well, oh. and if Albert's not getting one every time, then near will Yadi. What am I talking about? Yeah, each each are for sure getting now you're, two. Now you're arguing with yourself, and there is reason 800 why we are here and everybody else is at Ballpark Village. Hopefully by the end of the show. Because we'll a guy planning on singing during his Sports Center update has decided five minutes into the show to argue with himself. It's good radio. Uh, I think two apiece for sure, so four is my number. Albert Pujols will get a standing ovation every at-bat. The question is how many at-bats does he have? Right. And I believe today... Yadi or Molina will get a standing ovation every at bat. Mm-hmm. The question then becomes will somebody else get a standing ovation? Who would be the most likely candidate? Arenado? I would think Arenado would be the most likely candidate. I don't know. I feel like there might be like a sneaker. Like, was there a scrappy middle infielder, you know, on the 2011 team who's still kicking around and got a job with the Pirates? Oh, yeah. I didn't even look at the Pirates lineup. <laughs> Daniel Descalso on there. That's what that's what that's what could get your over. Yeah, that would. That uh, would texts are coming in. A play. lot of action coming in on the over. <laughs> a lot of action. Uh, Tim Wayne will get one when he exits in the sixth inning. I, I that's probably true. Right, I right. hope it's true. Uh, but here is the situation. Uh, we are not counting those. We're only counting introductions at bats. So yes, I would agree with that premise. Uh, to whomever just texted that in, but in, in but we're only counting when they're announced mm-hmm. to hit. Right. 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 Yeah, I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm going to stay steady on that four number. All right. I think each of them are going to get two apiece. I, and like I said on TMA, if you weren't listening, I think you might I might be being naive to think that Albert won't get one every time. Would you like to wager with me? Yeah, I'll throw five bucks on it. I'd like to throw more, but okay, five bucks it is. A little rich for my blood. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, five bucks, even money. Five, right. bu- five bucks to me. If Venmo gets- for rolls. Venmo for rolls. All right, there it is. Yeah, he's gonna get a standing. He got a standing ovation every time when he was with the Dodgers. Yeah. Well, his first day back as a Cardinal since 2011. Bro, you just handed me five dollars. What do you want to double it up on? Because you're gonna lose that. I'll tell. I'll. I'll give you. A, I'll give you a chance to make your money back. Because to me, you've just handed me five dollars, <laughs> and I'm already counting counting the cash. Um, I'll say Wayno goes more than five innings today. I would not bet you on that because I would I would take that opinion as well. Okay. Hmm. What else is there out there? Uh, I'll take the Cardinals to win the game. Yeah, so will I. Okay. 
I'll figure something else out. Tiger okay. Woods is on the tee. We have a withdrawal from the Masters. And I think Mike Ryder has strategically put tennis on over <laughs> your shoulder to make sure that I don't just like go into one of those brain farts you had when you were doing a Sports Center update on the 49ers. Because if I were watching Tiger right now, I'd be like, all right, Jackson, tell me about the Nets and Knicks last night. And I just go, fine, I'm going to watch this. Yeah. Uh, Paul Casey has WD'd. So if you play daily fantasy sports, oh, do you, do you, do you, okay. No, 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 no. Uh, Paul Casey is just WD'd, so if you have him, sorry. I don't know if I have any British players at all. I'm trying to think. Uh, your leaders currently, uh, what a leaderboard we have. I know everybody uh, was on Guido Migliozzi, Min Woo Lee, and Big Beautiful. Harry Higgs, they are at the top of your leaderboard at Augusta National. Two under par is where the score is. Notables out on the golf course. Tiger is approaching the tee box. Um, let's see if any notables I can give you. Fred Couples is two over. Not that anybody's necessarily thinking that he would be doing anything, but of course, well known. Uh, Shane Lowry is just out. He is even. And, uh, yeah, that's where it is. I guess some of the big boys aren't going out until just around now. Augusta National today. Cardinal opener today. You know, it's going to be a little cold, but it's not going to be rainy. Right. And either way... This is a this this truly is this truly is a once in a lifetime experience. The home opener is always something that, especially in in St. Louis, for those who come from all over to uh, to attend the game, it's significant. But with Albert Pujols, with Yadier Molina, with Adam Wainwright, it's one of those moments that I would imagine you will see a picture of something that takes place on the field in the next five hours as something that you will see in people's offices 5, 10, 20 years from now. Do you see what I'm saying? This, yeah. is, a, yeah, this, this is, is a historic moment. That's absolutely. that picture in the Cardinal Clubhouse uh, with, what, Shannon and McCarver and Gibson, I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken. I think Maris might have even been in there. Um, that's a famous picture. These guys getting together for one last opening day. And even though in the back of my mind, I believe one of them will be playing in 2023, I don't think all three will be playing. And so this is it. Yeah. And so this is the last time. Uh, some some legendary players, most likely two of the three, spending eternity in Cooperstown. Right. All three Cardinal Hall of Famers, uh, you know, getting a chance to play together and finishing off this ride that for Albert began 21 years ago. Wainwright was traded here following the 2003 season, experienced his first opening day I wonder if his first opening day was 2007, I guess. Um, and Yadier Molina, part of the 2004 Cardinals, backing up Mike Matheny. And here they are with two world championships on the rosters, all kinds of division championships and NLCS appearances and pennants. And uh, they will be synonymous with two decades in what has been an incredible run for the Cardinal organization. Yep. And interesting to know, that this is the first full capacity opening day in three seasons. Is that right? Since 2019. 2019. So yeah, there's a great deal of significance to that too. Yeah, and it's and it's perfect that it comes with this, you know, kind of reunion. One of the one of the elements that just is completely flying under the radar, and I think we spent a little time with Polo Asensio and talking about this yesterday, was in our conversation, and is that you know the Cardinals have a brand new manager, and yeah. he is managing his first game ever at Bush Stadium. I don't know when the last time that's happened, because huh. Mike Matheny's debut was on the road uh-huh. uh, against. Do you know who? Do you know who? Do you know who? Do you know who? I can't wait for you to do this whole song and dance with your the Mets. No, 
I'm virtually certain it was the Marlins in their brand new building. I'm virtually certain. Uh, and then also, uh, Tony LaRusso, of course, in his debut. You know, that was Mike Schilt debuted in the middle of the year. I'm talking about on opening day. And you have Joe Torre and you have Whitey Herzog. They weren't debuting in St. Louis. So you have a, a gentleman in Ali Marmol managing his first ever game at the big league level on opening day. And I really don't feel like it's getting all that much attention. I thought, and maybe I'm reading between the lines too much, and I don't think we discussed this off the air, so I'm putting you on the spot right here, okay. right now on opening day as mm. Tiger Woods walks to the first tee at Augusta. Mm-hmm. A significant day in sports, a day in which you're going to be watching NBA game film, and the rest of St. Louis is focused on the Cardinals, and some of us will also be watching on the Masters app what's going on at Augusta National. This is what I thought from Polo. Guys are a little happier now with uh, Ali Marmol in there. Mm, yeah. I read between the lines. Did you sense that? I sensed that. You talked about the loose atmosphere, and yeah. you don't have somebody up in your business telling you what you need to be doing and this and that. And I'm like, oh, oh, right. Did I just, did I just pick up on that? He didn't say it. I'm just reading between the lines. What do you got for me on it? Yeah. Give me a read. Yeah, and I didn't sense, and I'm not saying that you were saying this at all, but I didn't sense he was that you know Schilt was ever a problem. He all he was went out of his way to say how much he liked Schilt and everyone liked Schilt. But I do agree that. He did kind of say that it felt a little looser. And I think, especially with Marmol's age, and you have these three guys, these three legends, on the team you kind of do not step aside, but you you give more leeway to those guys to kind of lead the team, a player-led team. And I think that's a really good culture and a great atmosphere in the locker room that could lead to a lot of great things for the Cardinals this year. Coming up at 1045, Dan McLaughlin, who will be on the call of the Cardinal home opener, will join us. Looking forward to talking it over with him. He tweeted out a picture, uh, I think it was last night, of him on the field with Albert Pujols. And, uh, and man, I mean, to think that that, at this point, 21 years ago, and uh, just how different they look, but yet here they are still doing exactly what they were doing in 2001. Tip of the cap to both of them. Dan McLaughlin joining us coming up at 1045. Looking forward to talking over with him. An incredibly special day here in the St. Louis area, and we are happy to share it with you on 101 ESPN. Tim McKernan, Action Jackson with you. This is Balloon Party, also known as Little Texan Hot Love on 101 ESPN. We're right back to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan podcast presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Welcome back to Tim and Lil Tex on 101 ESPN opening day first round of the Masters. It's all happening. But Jackson would like to relive what took place at Madison Square Garden with KD and the New York Knicks last night. Big win. KD 7 and 0 versus the Knicks in his uh, career with the Nets. New King of New York. That's all I got. Tiger Woods, uh, part number one, and uh, the uh, hold up. What would you say about a six footer, just dead center cut? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tiger Woods is at even par through one as he heads to the par five second. Jackson uh, sent out fun with arbitrary percentages. Fun, of course, is open to your uh, subjective uh, opinion. Uh, fun with arbitrary percentages. Three out of three of Albert, Wayno, and Yachty retire after this season. Arbitrary percentages on it. What are you going with? 25%. Wow. 25%. Yeah. I think, I and I think the one is Wayno. I think the one to not, to spoil it would be Wayno. So you're kind of going with my thought process on this, but nonetheless, just because I think it's likely, I don't know if it's 25%, I will say three out of three, they're all done at the end of this year. 
I will say that is 40%. Okay. So 40%. still less than more, more, less than 50. Now, if we were to put a Gallup poll up on the Twitter tweets, mm-hmm. and I, I am essentially retired from Twitter. Right. But if we were to put a Gallup poll up on the Twitter tweets, and maybe I'll do this, and ask Cardinal fans if they think all three are going to be done after the season, what do you think the number would look like? 50-50? No, man. You think higher? Hell yeah. All right. Like 85%. Because the marketing machine is in the minds of the people, and the people don't realize they're being manipulated to spend their money. I'm just telling you how it is. It's honesty in media. Sure, it's Tim and Lil Tex, but it's also honesty in media. It is honesty in media. It's hot love. It's hot love. A lot of hot love. But it's honesty in media. Right. Right. No, you're right. And I'm telling you, I'll put that up on a Gallup. And now I'm going to put it on a Gallup poll. Love to say, I like when you throw out a Gallup poll. I do. I come out of retirement. Get the, on, gets on the, the people Twitter going. Tweets. It gets the people going. Asses in the seats. Question number two, the Cardinals win the NL Central. Jackson, what are you going with here? I'm 50-50 on this one. 50-50. Oh, that can't answer 50-50. That's terrible. Well, that's my Take answer. a stand. Because it's not 50-50, because deep down you have you have an answer, and it's not 50-50. My answer is you got to bet $100 on the Cardinals winning the National League Central. Where are you putting your money, yes or no? Even money, or am I getting some odds? Even money. No. Okay. Well, then your answer isn't 50-50. Yeah, but, but there's 50 I'm about to 50. throw my water bottle. It can't be <laughs> no when you... <laughs> yes, because it's 50-50. I, I can't go either way, but if I'm putting money on it and I'm not getting any odds, then, yeah, I'm going to... I'm gonna. Not do it. The answer is 42%. (laughs) That's the answer. (laughs) And then the fun thing about the division is that means the Brewers percentage is 58% because the rest are not competing this year. Yeah, you did say yesterday. It really is a heads-up tournament. (laughs) It's a a heads-up tournament. It's match play (laughs) for the National League Central. And finally, Tiger makes the cut at the Masters. He is, of course, even par right now. Yeah, so we do have a little advantage So we do have a little little information. Uh, And uh, the great Guido Migliozzi, Min Woo Lee, and big, beautiful Harry Higgs are at the top of the leaderboard as we speak. Uh, Tiger makes the cut. At the Masters, Jackson, what are you going with on this? I'm usually a very optimistic guy, glass half full. It's kind of my mo, but I'm gonna say 41. percent Wow. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was in between, like more likely or less likely. I'm just, I'm just less. I just think less likely. Uh, I got it at 77. percent Wow. Okay. All right. Making the cut at the Masters when there are only 91 players and the top 50 and ties get through is not necessarily as big of an accomplishment as, say, Mm -hmm. a larger field Mm -hmm. event. And on top of it, a number of the players are just kind of enjoying themselves because they won in the 1980s. Right. Like Larry Mize isn't expecting to contend this week, for example. The the past champions sometimes can be not the most likely to make the cut, but I just think coming off of the injury he had, not playing for so long, I just, I don't see, but I'd like to be, I hope I'm wrong. Uh, I, I think he's, I mean, I would love yeah. to see him compete oh, this weekend. I would love to see him compete this weekend. Um, and I do think it's, I don't think he's ever missed the cut at the Masters. Oh, boy. Or did he miss in 2020? I don't know. Either way. But I, the 
Point being, I'm going 77%. That's where I am on it. You're fun with arbitrary percentages. 65780. Tim McKernan, Jackson Burkett with you here on Balloon Party. This is 101 ESPN, and it is Cardinal Opening Day. Dan McLaughlin going to join us coming up in 19 minutes. He will be on the call of the Cardinals and Pirates today, and this will be a Jim Dandy. You posed the question, what what are some of your favorite opening day memories? Which opening day was your favorite? I'm going to yield to you because whatever you're going to say is going to be something there's a good chance I was either doing television or radio when you were uh, experiencing Very it because sure, yeah. you're such a young tyke. Yeah, absolutely. Fun fact, I think I, I don't think I've ever been in person at an opening day. But you have been to all the Memphis Grizzlies openers. I've, I've only been to two NBA games in my life, and one of them was a Grizzlies game, but it wasn't in Memphis. It's in Philly. But... Um, 07, because I was, like I said, if uh, I was so into the 06 team. I was in the third grade. I was seven or eight years old, eight or nine maybe. And I was so into that team. It was like the first team I ever got really into. Like I was so invested, watched every game with my dad, loved every second of it. So I was super excited for the 07 return, everyone getting back together, because the team was pretty much the same. I'm trying to think of anyone major had left the team. Jeff Weaver. Jared. No, it was Jeff. So invested into that team. But uh, Second straight segment, Jackson's argued with himself. Reason 802, but we're not at BPV today. That's correct. But the 07 opening day was the one I was most excited for because I was still riding a high from the 06 World Series. Well, it wound up being a dumpster fire for an opening day. Chris Carpenter gets hurt, and Jackson, for whatever reason, has chosen that as his favorite when the Cardinal season came to an end in that very night. 1990. Mm. You know who the Cardinals are playing? I bet I, I could I give don't. you. <laughs> I'll be honest, I do not. <laughs> Is that because you weren't born, or even if you were there, you wouldn't remember? Well, I didn't know the 2012 one, so it's going to be tough for well, me to remember. Well, one of the, the fun 90. parts of it is the team no longer exists. Well, they oh, kind of do. That's exactly right. Yes. Delino DeShields, Marquise Grissom, they make their debut. Mm-hmm. And the Cardinals have some high hopes and a Jim Dandy of a lineup. And it's Willie McGee who wins the game for the Cardinals, and it either was in the bottom of the ninth or in extra innings. And um, I was able to, because my father, who of course is really the only reason I'm working in St. Louis media. Parking lot kingpin. That's correct. Uh, we're just old money from Tam Avenue. Absolutely. You know, it's St. Louis Country Club and Tam Avenue in St. Louis. That's who runs the city. And uh, he was selling advertising for KPLR Channel 11, which at the time was carrying Cardinal games. Mm-hmm. And after the game... I have no idea how this wound up happening, and I am a uh, I'm in eighth grade at St. Gabriel's, the UCLA of the Midwest. Absolutely, and uh, we wind up outside the Cardinal Clubhouse, and I am the fanboy of all fanboys. I mean, this is this is Field of Dreams for me. Right. So I'm just you know doing exactly what you're not supposed to do, and then asking for autographs left and right. Mm-hmm. And I got Willie McGee's autograph. I got Ozzie Smith's autograph. You know who was on that team? Pedro Guerrero was on that squad. Uh, you can see him throwing his glove down in left field at Dodger Stadium as Jack Clark's home run goes over his head in Game 6 of the 1985 NLCS. And uh, it was just absolute. It was surreal. It was surreal. And I remember Ozzie asking if I enjoyed the game which at the time may not seem like much, but now kind of not necessarily being on the other side of it per se, but seeing 
some, you know, things with players having people. That's just that wasn't as common mm-hmm. as you would think, especially like, what is this kid doing down here anyway? And now right. I'm going to ask him if he enjoyed the game. And it's Ozzie Smith. Yeah. And that team went on to be the first Cardinal team since like before World War One that finished in last place. So that's what I did for the 1990 really? Cardinals by being there. I think it might have been the last game they won that year. It was the home opener. It was a disaster year. That was the year Whitey Herzog just shut her down in the middle of the season. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard stories about that. It's just another example that you were a very uh, bold in your youth. A lot of, a lot of stones well, on you. a lot you. of people would say lack self-awareness. Just asking... Barry Bonds, Bobby Knight, Ozzy, how'd you like the game? <laughs> Very well, I bold. didn't ask Ozzy how he liked the game. Right. He asked me how I liked the game because what was more important, how Ozzy Smith liked the game or how I enjoyed it? The and latter. He recognized it was the latter. You're right. exactly right. That's right. exactly right. That will always. I'm so grateful for that experience. Yeah. Oh, it was the ultimate high. I mean, yeah. it's been 32 years, and I'm thinking about it, I'm like, man, that was that was absolutely surreal yep. to, com- to get to experience that. Absolutely. We're coming up on the 40th anniversary of that game in August where you said you fell in love with Cardinal baseball. Wow, we are indeed. We're coming up are on Are we going to get skates on? Yeah, well, I guess we'll, we'll probably just, they'll probably just skates give us... Skates being Lonnie Smith's nickname. They'll probably just give us 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. We'll just get the whole day. Yeah, to, that would retrospective. The 101 ESPN audience for me to be on for 13 hours. <laughs> just do a, retrospe- a tidy little retrospective. <laughs> my memories in honor of tim <laughs> yeah i think it's time we've been here for three months uh dan mclaughlin's going to join us coming up in about 15 minutes looking forward to talking it over with him i really am looking forward to talking it over with dan and get his perspective on today dan mclaughlin in 15 minutes you are listening to balloon party on 101 espn we're right back to the balloon party on the tim mckernan podcast presented by dobbs tire and auto centers on 101 espn Bad questions, like... Congratulations. Um, Congratulations. I lost. You lost? Yes. Oh. Or... What went through your mind when you were told that the contract was done? What's that? And when that happens, players will fire back. I mean, are you looking to get into a pissing match with you and I? That's a final question, bro. Now, it's time for... So what'd your grandma think? Well, we have to talk about what just happened. So much just went wrong. I mean, an unbelievable amount of things just went wrong with that. I have been holding up my phone for your Sports Center updates for about a month and a half, and somehow you got on a heater, and you decided to become the carrot top of Sports Center updates and do a sketch and a bit. And let's let's take a look at the film here. Uh, Peter, what do we see here? Well, well, let's start off with the dead air for four seconds. Right. Well, I, I, I was too low on the volume, so I couldn't hear. And so I was I was a, a off by a bar on the song. Now, but- we'll get to that. But for 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 the, the <laughs> you, you, you set it up. Big moment. The great Mike Ryder puts up with this thing for an hour and even plays along and and gets you the music. And then it's don't look at the don't look at the air comfort service text I'm line. I'm turning it off. And then there's this dead air. You begin to scramble. Now I was looking down because I was so uncomfortable. I didn't want to watch it. It was like the end of the Raiders of the Lost Ark, and I was Harrison Ford. You were scrambling to hit the music. Yeah. Yeah. Then what happens? That, so I was off. I was off by a bar because it was so late, but I can't pull out. I mean, I'm already so committed. And like a true showman I am, I just kept going. The show must go on. Little pitchy dog. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I kept moving. I kept moving forward with it, which is just It was a like you move. were doing like a satellite shot from like a war front in the 1990s. And, and the studio was three seconds behind. <laughs> yeah. It was, that was awful. But the singing itself rock solid 
I mean, that was well done. I, I, no one's going to jump me for that. Well, that was, I would disagree. As a matter of fact, taking but, a look at the Air Comfort Service text line, why don't we change the name to Tim and the Tone Deaf Kid? Now, not only, and I Off think... Off by a bar, it wasn't even in the same musical park. Right, which is, I think, better. But I think what's going undervalued is that I double hit what uh, plays the next thing. So we had What'd Your Grandma Think and Our Return playing at the same time. Oh, nice. Which was super weird. And... Uh, and so I would give myself a C plus on that. Wow, C very plus. generous. Well, I think a D would have been me just pulling out and bailing, but I no, didn't because I'm F. a showman. I'm a showman. Mm. Either way, I got Colin Morikawa. Needed a... Oh, what is this? What do we got? Wait, this is what your grandma thinks. Yeah, I got what Colin... He, what's he upset about? He's like the happiest guy going. This is one where you're going to be on the reporter's ass, not oh, on Mr. Okay. Morikawa's. And then also I have two boys and going to the same college as you. Wonderful. Congratulations. Right, so my question is a little weird on that <laughs> hero last round yeah maybe a lot of people ask you about that all right no, actually no <laughs> okay well, I'll, I'll be the first one okay do you really everybody has a bad round you know golfer pros amateur does anything world ranking related on your mind bother you a little bit for that bad round or yours I mean, I knew what was on the line. Okay, so but I there was something you, on that. You you well, yeah. did thought about that, right? <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's there. Yeah, I, I think if anyone says no, there's it's a, they're okay. lying. They're lying to you. Thank you very I much. Mean, you you know <laughs> that that was a very good answer. I really appreciate it. And then, uh, are you getting married? Yes. <laughs> yeah. And uh, my friend said, boys, when they get married. Their game start gets rusty. Ladies, when they get married, they want majors. You worry about that, or it was a bad question. You, you prefer not to answer. I mean, no, I'm not worried. Okay. Oh my goodness. Honestly, that should have been our lead today. What in the hell was that? What was that? Who was that? And what was going on? I have no idea. It I... sounded like somebody going at Napoli at like midnight. Oh, she's divorced now. Let me go up and just try. And then just was just spiraling. Just real quick here. Just some, they're, lying, okay. they're lying to you. Thank you very I much. Mean... You, you know, that, that was a very good answer. Just cut him off mid answer of your asinine question and then ask an even more asinine question. And then it became a cross-examination. Like, no further questions, Your Honor. Oh. Colin Morikawa, who, I, like I said, I think is like the happiest, like most calm, intelligent, great face for the game of golf, had to be sitting there going, well, who got, who got this guy a credential? Who was that? Who was I, that? I real? seriously have no idea, but I do not believe you'll be invited <laughs> he back. Will not. Yeah, I mean, it's not easy to get a credential at Augusta, and I don't know if this gentleman will be back. Oh, that's an all-time. Wow, that is, got to tip my cap. <laughs> I think that needs to now be in another new... New open yeah, for so what your grandma thinks. There's a lot of pieces that could be used for that one. C plus? Say you were raised in the participation trophy era without saying you were raised in the participation trophy era. That's from the 314. Text of the day. Text of the day. Text of the day. Well, you know, you can't, you can't, it might not have been great execution, but the effort was so present. And I think you got to honor it. I mean, a lot of the people, like I said, a lot of people are not, don't have the courage to say they're excited for opening day. I do. Not only am I excited, I'm going to sing to the folks. Is Jackass. Oh, you got a new nickname. God bless. 
actively trying to get people to turn this station off for good. That's the thing. Is that what you're trying to do here? Are you sabotaging people by your singing, and then on top of it, the singing, as pitchy as it was, somehow you're singing a song that is like already concluded <laughs> based on the audio that's playing under it? Well, you know, everyone's got stories, and now I got one. That's my that's my take on that. I'm not sabotaging. I'm trying to indoctrinate myself to the listeners by singing off tune, off pitch, mm. and behind by a considerable margin on the music. Stick with basketball asshat. That's from the six three six. They're playing. Uh, the uh, now the audience is arguing with each other, and that's unfortunate. On oh, a lovely opening day in St. Louis, uh, the people who complain about participation trophies are part of the generation who invented them. Thanks. It's from the three one four. Take is anyone on my? Is anyone defending me at all? I do not have the text line open. Yeah, that was a good move on your part. Uh, let's see. No, just, just a little self esteem booster. Lot, F minus came in. Oh, you sang like an angel, a fallen angel. That's from the six. So initially it sounded good, and then it just kind of froze Carlos Beltran when it yeah, came across the Yeah, backhanded, but I'll take it. Fallen Angel, Mount Rushmore of Poison songs, go. Uh, <laughs> this, this, there are three really good ones. Thank you. And then whatever one you just said. Your thoughts are welcome on that topic. 65780, Dan McLaughlin going to join us uh, as he gets ready to call the Cardinals and the Pirates. The opener, I can't wait to hear what he has to say about the festivities today. It's next on Balloon Party, 101 ESPN. Tonight, we're right back to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Welcome back. Balloon party on 101 ESPN. Tim McKernan with you here on the show. Jackson, uh, cute little songbird. (laughs) Really feeling good about myself. That's because you closed out the text line. That's right. All self-esteem over here. Dan McLaughlin will be calling today's home opener, and it is our pleasure to welcome him to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Ladies and gentlemen, Dan McLaughlin. Let me tell you, let me uh, describe the scene down here. Uh, <laughs> I'm sitting in my car waiting to go into uh, the ballpark to grab my credential, and I'm staring at a brick wall underneath a bridge. And, um, yeah, I don't see the sea of red just yet. <laughs> I know it'll be there, but really, I get, the cat's Jeep is right next the to me. The cat's Jeep. Is not, yeah, he's not there. The uh, guard shack is to my left. Uh-huh. I, um, gates are all closed. Oh. Uh, hopefully, I'll be able to get in. <laughs> and so, anyway, on the way down, so that's the I'm trying to set the scene. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like a whole scene setter right Theater there. Theater of the mind. That's right. Just building the drama. It's no big deal, fellas. And then it's really, you know, the theater of baseball. I mean, the sentimentality of it, looking at this brick wall and talking to you and Jackson. <laughs> uh, I got to tell you, on the drive down here, uh, I was on the phone. Of course, uh, you know, I had both hands on the wheel, so I was not, you know, yeah, driving with, you know, holding the, the phone. I was uh, being safe as I, I could be. And then I uh, hung up and I turned on and there was a Sports Center update. Mm. <laughs> and you thought it went really well, right, Dan? Well, Jackson, I do think you're kind of the brains behind the operation. I think you're extremely talented. But that was one of the worst versions I've ever heard of that song. I'll just I'll take the compliment and run. That's what I'm gonna do. So when it goes like in, 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 yeah, that's when you start. Right. Okay? That's you're, your cue. You're, right. You you were you were behind the entire time. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, and that okay. wasn't by design either. I really fell 
face first no, on I that can one. No, that was that was legit. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, not not my brightest hour. But you know what? You just uh, you you got 162, yep. and uh, you know you, you get down to the ballpark today with a media credential, and and maybe you stand up in the media of the in the middle of the media center and do it and belt it out, and see what happens. Yeah, you think I think they'd be receptive to that. Probably, <laughs> they would love it. Uh, Dan, you tweeted out the picture last night of you and Albert. Was that from the home opener low so many years ago in 2001? I have no idea. It, it actually, I quote tweeted it. And as you know, being uh, basically one of the founders of Twitter. That's correct. Me and Jack Dorsey, we're all Southsiders here. <laughs> that's right. Um, I, I That was sent to me, and they said, you know, hey, how old are you here? And I'm like, I have no idea. But all I said, I, I said something like, uh, one guy looks like uh, a young spry kid, and the other one looks like a grizzled veteran. And Albert looks pretty young. <laughs> so it was, I, I had a really nice full head of hair, uh, wave flowing yep uh, probably took me a half hour at least 45 minutes to get it like that and uh, um yeah i mean you look at that kid right there and you just say boy he doesn't have a care in the world and the future is ahead of him <laughs> and then there's me <laughs> oh that was such a great picture man it is a funny picture though i i i find that uh you know on twitter people will find stuff like i they're like hey you took a picture with my son and now, you know, he's uh, 37 and running a multi-billion dollar company, <laughs> and, and there I am. You know, the kid was like, you know, 10 years old at the time. It's a lot of fun. And, I, and here I am staring at a brick wall on the opening day. <laughs> Talking to a couple guys with one singing, take me out to the ball game, <laughs> five seconds on satellite delay. Well, this one will be a, a different one uh, in so many unique ways with uh, Albert Pujols making his return, Yadier Molina, Adam Wainwright, Possibly their final home opener, certainly being presented that way. Uh, so let's let's start there because this is going to be incredibly sentimental and uh, and really special. So if you could uh, put that in perspective for somebody who's been calling, what man? I would say ninety-five plus percent of the games uh, these guys have played in a Carly uniform. Yeah, it's going to be really neat. Um, and and through all the the joking aside, the sentimentality of this sport. The theater of this sport will be on full display today. And I don't care when people say, well, these guys are on their last leg or what. I don't care. To have a chance to watch these three play again. And you're right. I, I called Albert's first hit, called Yachty's first hit, called Wayno's first home run, I think was his first hit. Um, for me, it's it's going to be cool. I, I, I'm a fan at heart. And when I found it that, that Albert was coming back, I told you guys that I, I thought it was awesome. And the first thing I started thinking about was, oh, my gosh, what is opening day going to be like? Yeah. And, and the other thing is we got 16 Hall of Famers coming back today, too. So you've got McGuire hasn't been back a bunch. He's back today. Joe Torre is back today. Uh, a bunch of the guys, the Red Jacket guys, are coming back. And, I, I, you know, I, I, I've said this to a lot of people when these guys said they're going to retire. I'll believe it when I see it. Ah, okay? We're on the same page on that. Oh yeah, I'm not. I'm not sold on. I, I think yeah. If if you if you said to me, hey, you got to make a decision right now on what you think happens with these guys, I think Yachty and Albert. Yeah. Now, what if what if Albert is like too shy of 700? Does that complicate He's it? Got to come back. Doesn't he have to come back then? Right. Because that I mean, means he had a good year. That means he had you know what 20 home runs. Yeah. 19 home yeah, runs. 19 yeah. home runs. Yeah. So, yep. So you know, 
that that would complicate it. And I also think the Wainwright case is very interesting. Um, you know, he has not come out and said, hey, this is my last ride. And if you look back, I was looking at some of the numbers since the pandemic hit. Tim, he's not only been a good pitcher, he's been one of the best in baseball, not just the Cardinals, but in baseball. So if you start looking at the numbers, he's closing in on 200 wins. So let's say he's healthy and gives you 30 starts this year, and I understand that wins are not what the voters are looking at always now in today's day and age. I get that. But that gets him to 200. That's a magical number. Um, He's got, what, 2,004 strikeouts. He's closed out a World Series. He's had multiple top three and top five Cy Young appearances. Um, And then you start looking at the career ERA, which is like 3-3, and the innings pitched. He's on the cusp of being a major league baseball Hall of Famer. I love hearing that. I don't feel like that gets talked about much, but I think that that's a worthy discussion. Well, here's the other thing I think, too, that if all three at the end of the year decide that this is it, I got a theory on this one, too that I think that immediately for the Cardinals Hall of Fame, you waive the waiting period for all three. Yeah. And you put all three in next year and so that you don't take away, first of all, you only vote in two. So you're going to leave two, one of those guys out? I don't think so, if they all go out at the same time. And then you have potentially like the, uh, uh, you know, an ownership uh, pick or, you know, they, they do kind of like the organizational pick. Well, that person is going to get completely overshadowed, right? If you put those other guys in, let those three go in separately. It's it, this isn't baseball's Hall of Fame. Do what you want. Yeah. Have fun with it. Yeah, and have, have it be their class. Too. Yeah, yeah. So that's we'll a great see. idea. That's a great idea. It's it's just so unique. It's just one of those things that we'll never see again because you don't see no. three players of this magnitude two you know certainly one's an obvious hall of famer the second that i think in st louis we understand he will be a hall of famer nationally it gets debated and i like that you're talking about the wainwright element in the hall of fame i think that that's something that over the course of time there may be a greater appreciation for the longevity and the success of his career so with all of that said you have that and then here's something dan that i was trying to think i was going back while the man managers over the years i don't know when the last time we have had in st louis a guy make his big league managerial debut at bush stadium for a home opener and and because of all the circumstances surrounding albert pools and yadier molina and adam wainwright the alia marmol story is flying a little bit under the radar relative to what it would be if this were your standard opening day your thoughts on alia marmol and his debut I think it's going to be a fascinating year, and what a way to break in as a new manager, huh? Yeah. I mean, to get three guys like this, and I, I do think that's one of the dynamics of this season is how you manage three superstars that have been the face of this two-decade-long run um, and making sure not just that they get, you know, like for instance, Tim, I think there's going to be a time where somebody comes in from Illinois or Iowa or Arkansas and bought tickets, and Albert Pujols doesn't play, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You know, that could happen. And so what I'm trying to get to the point of, of managing these guys' workload, but also doing the proper send-off, in addition to the most important thing, trying to win games. So Yachty's final time in Cincinnati. You don't think those people want to give him a boo one more time and, you know, maybe a standing O one more time? So that's something to keep in mind today. And I also think that we are back to full capacity. And uh, I actually wrote a little thing that will air on our our Bally's pregame show about what opening day means in St. Louis. And I wrapped it up by saying, 
with everything we've all been through uh, in the last couple of years, I have people that tell me that our family, not my own family, but they have family members that the only time they see them is opening day. They don't see them at Christmas or Thanksgiving, right? They don't see them in the holidays. They meet on opening day. This is their tradition because they're spread out throughout the country. Mm -hmm. So we're back together again, right? So that's something that's really cool about today. Nolan Arenado has not had a normal opening day in St. Louis. Tommy Edmond has never had a normal opening day in St. Louis because he got called up in 19. Yeah. So, right. you know, these are these are some of the storylines that are playing out today, and it's going to play out in front of this massive crowd, and the emotion is going to be just off the charts. And I, I, I don't like to be that curmudgeon guy because I like to be the glass half full guy, I try to be very positive and upbeat on the games and fun and call me a homer. I don't really care, whatever. But today is going to be off the charts. I mean, it's going to be like the emotion that we've never seen before and, and uh, because of the circumstances of those three. It's, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be a great one. Can't wait to hear the call of Dan McLaughlin on Bally's Sportsman West. Always enjoy talking it over, Dan. Thank you for the time today, and have a great call, man. If he hits one out, please check on me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'll be glorious. That'll be glorious. Thanks, Dan. See you guys. There's Dan McLaughlin with us here on Balloon Party. Time for us to shut it down. BK and Ferrario, they did make the cut. They yeah. are at Ballpark Village. They we are. are heading there. Yep. And we'll walk by and go, hey, guys. And they'll go, who are those guys? Oh, those are the HD2 guys. Yeah, the guys who sing behind That's behind right, time. five seconds behind. Yeah. Uh, BK and Ferrario up next. Great to have Dan McLaughlin on and uh, encapsulate what this uh, day means to the St. Louis region. Enjoyed that conversation. BK and Ferrario up next from... Ballpark Village for Action Jackson. I'm Tim McKernan. This has been Balloon Party on 101 ESPN. You've been listening to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. There are all different sizes of businesses. Big business, small business, that awkward growing phase business, the running this thing from my garage business, and the OMG we can't hire fast enough business. Wherever you are in your business journey, HubSpot's powerful but easy-to-use CRM platform grows with you. It lets all of your teams work together seamlessly, whether that's just you and your roommate or colleagues across multiple time zones. Grow better with HubSpot by connecting your people, your customers, and your business. Learn more at HubSpot.com. Peloton, let's go! This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.